This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Chapter 24, Vote. He was not pleased. That much was easy to read in his face. But without further argument, he took me in his arms and sprang lifely from my window, landing without the slightest jolt like a cat. It was a little bit farther down than I'd imagined. I'm Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And this is Hum Bothered Twilight in Quarantine. Okay, that's it. Bella's a cat person. <laughs> he jumps like a cat and she loves him and she loves him um okay i'm gonna recap which is gonna be difficult because this chapter was longer than most this chapter is so long please recap every single detail in 30 seconds i'm on it three two one go bella's like edward we're putting it to a vote and they run 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 on edward's back and she's like, oh, I have an epiphany. You love me. And he's like, what? And then everybody votes. And the only one who votes that, well, two people vote that she shouldn't be a Cullen. And that's Edward and and whatever, the one that I like's name. And <laughs> Rosalie. And, um, and then they go back and Charlie is like, I don't want that Edward guy around. And she's like, you have to turn me into a vampire. <sighs> Forgetting Rosalie's name took a lot of time. So, Julia, my advice is don't fuck up because it wastes time. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. You'll do great. On your mark, get set, go. So they go for a Democratic event. And most people vote yes, but some vote no. And then Alice is – and then Bella's like, let's do it now. And Alice is like, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Carlisle agrees to do it because Alice thinks that she'd kill Bella dead. Um, goes home. Charlie's like – I'm done with Edward Cullen. She's like, okay, fine. And he's like, oh, fine. I thought you'd put up more fight. And she was like, fine, I'm moving out. Um, and then Edward proposes. I forgot about that. Um, and she says no because it was the kiss of death for her parents. Um, that's it. You did so good. You, like, showed us what a 30-second recap was supposed to look like. I swear to God, I think more happened at the end of the chapter that I didn't get to. I don't remember what it was. There's just like a lot of negotiation about when. She's like, great, so tomorrow? And he's like, no, five years. And she's like, in five years, I'll be in my 20s like an old hag. And that's the fight. Okay, breaking news. Do-do-do. 
Oh, so Bella is going through her list of things that she did that were dangerous. And she talks about the cliff diving and she talks about the motorcycles, but she omits that time that she tried to hit on some creepy guys or let them hit on her, whatever was going on in that scene with Jessica earlier at the beginning, because that is totally the one that would drive Edward up the wall. To be honest, I get that. Men are scary. Mm -hmm. And Edward knows what men think. Imagine if we knew what men think. That would be scary. Do you have breaking news? Yeah, big breaking news. We find out what Edward's voices are. So she has been able to like hear Edward's voice whenever she's doing something dangerous. And I've been like, what is that? Is he like appearing? And you use some word that I hadn't heard of and that I didn't learn. Astral projecting. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that Edward's voice is her memories trying to teach her that he loves her. That didn't make more sense, though, because memories are of things that have happened and none of the words he said he had said before. Did she do like a supercut and like splice them back together? Yeah, you can remember someone's voice and remember that they loved you and then like make them say things they didn't say in your brain. I agree with you that it mostly didn't make sense, though. Yeah, I would just consider that not a memory, but a hallucination. Sure. I'm not saying that I loved what it was. I'm just saying we found out what it was. Yeah. And then my only other piece of breaking news is that Edward loves Bella. Who knew? Well, Bella didn't. And she has this big epiphany where she like is like, stop and has to think. And she's like, you love me. It was very sweet. Do you have a moment of genuine enjoyment? Yes. My moment of genuine enjoyment is that Bella, they're like in the room for the vote and Bella's looking around the whole room and she's like, but I saved the most beautiful face for last. And I was like, yes, Rosalie. And then of course I was waiting for the blow to find out that it was Edward, but she never says that it's Edward explicitly. And so I think that Bella Like, now she knows that maybe Rosalie's okay with her. She's actually transferred her crush over to Rosalie. I mean, it's canon that Rosalie is the hottest Cullen. Yeah. She was not in this book enough, so I'm glad that she got a little shout-out right at the end. Yeah. I have two more moments of genuine enjoyment. One is that I was really touched when Rosalie said, I wish there had been someone there to vote no for me. Like, I know that everybody should be able to make their own decisions, but I feel like it's clear to Rosalie that, like, the vote is going to go Bella's way. And what she wants to do is, like, say, I would not have chosen this life and I don't want you to do it for your own sake. So I thought that that was a really beautiful moment. I mean, I was just so shocked at the amount of, like, family therapy that Carlisle and Rosalie must have come through to get to this point because Carlisle straight up, like, saved her from murdering against her will to be the, like, sex doll partner for his son. Like, how is she still living with him? And, like, how is she so calmly being like, I wish someone was there to vote no for me in front of the man who changed her against her will? Yeah, they must have had a lot of family therapy. Or there's just, like, a lot of resentment, and that explains why Rosalie is mad all the time. Yeah, it's a very difficult situation to be in, I feel for her. And then my last moment of genuine enjoyment is when Edward said, I'm 110. It's time I settle down. I thought that was funny. A joke. Good job, Edward. You made Vanessa laugh. Yeah, you did. Julia, what about you? What was a moment that you genuinely enjoyed? 
I loved when there is a gender war at the dining room table. I was very entertained by that scene. Bella is talking about how the Volturi are going to come for her one day and change her into a vampire or murder her. I'm not really clear what they're going to do. And the men are like, let the Volturi come and I'm going to fight them. And all the women are like, no, boys are idiots. I was like, oh, this is a fun little spicy family moment. It was like a sitcom. (laughs) And then Raymond came home and went, oi, I had a day. (laughs) Exactly. Um, anything else that you genuinely enjoyed? Yeah, I was so happy Bella ends up following my lying advice. And she just says something that's pretty close to what ended up happening. She somehow sprinkles LA in there, maybe knowing that there are like bagels down there or something. Um, no, because that's where the Collins supposedly moved. Oh, I didn't, I didn't follow that thread from back at the beginning of this, (laughs) this book. And she was like, Western bagel sounds great. Yeah, so she ends up saying that there was a miscommunication about Bella's cliff diving death and she had to go clear it up in person. Yep. Logical, simple. Yeah. I was also really happy that she followed your advice. I was like, yeah, Julia gives pretty good advice sometimes. Do you have any pretty good advice to give? Yeah. Bella says something like, I don't want to tell Edward what I was really thinking because would he think I was crazy like everyone else? And I just want to quote my grandmother who used to say, if one person thinks you're drunk, you can ignore them. But if two people think you're drunk, you should probably take them seriously. And Bella, if everyone you know thinks that you have mental health problems, maybe you should look into it. And if the only person who's like, no, you're perfect the way you are, is a 110-year-old vampire who's willing to date you even though you're only 18 and whom you're in a codependent relationship with and who flew all the way to Italy just to die because he thought that you might be dead, maybe you should still look into your mental health concerns. Yeah. Edward is not a good barometer for who has mental health problems. I'm just worried that now that he's back, she's going to be happy enough to not look into this. And I really think she needs to look into it. Oh, yeah. I think Bella is going to be considered, quote unquote, fine now. Yeah. And Bella, that's not how mental health works. What about you, Julia? What advice do you have? I have advice for Bella. Do some research about souls. She's really confused about what, like, souls are. Edward has an argument that humans have souls, but vampires don't. And this is the whole crux of the issue about changing Bella. And so here's my theory that has nothing to do with any understanding of religion. People think people have souls because... People think that. And so I think by the same standard, vampires can have souls if just Bella believes it enough. Okay, no. People think that other people have souls because they believe in God and they believe that you have an afterlife in which your soul exists. I don't disagree with the conclusion you come to because I don't understand why God would damn like people who didn't choose to be a certain way. But souls are bound up in an understanding of God. Yeah, I mostly mean that there's no reason God would hate vampires. That I agree. We're all God's creatures, including vampires. If God didn't want vampires to be there, he wouldn't have created them when he turned the dinosaurs or whatever, whatever creationists believe or whatever that idea is. When he turned the dinosaurs into vampires. (laughs) Yep. Okay, my second piece of advice. Edward, at one point when they arrive home, is like, we want a meeting. And then he goes, Alice, Jasper, Emmett, Rosalie, Esme, Carlisle. And I think instead he should just be like, hey, everyone. Good advice. But why? Like, time saver? 
you don't like the names and you don't want to hear them. I just think that that takes a lot of time. Like imagine when Mm -hmm. I was a teacher, if I came in and rather than saying good morning class, I said, hi, Jordan, Daniela, Cooper, Ariana, Ariana, Julia. Like I just think this is going to get out of hand. And so like he should get in the habit of using like broad inclusive pronouns. I think that's great advice. It's not something I had considered while reading the chapter as high priority. But now that you say that, with his infinite time, he might as well be saving it. (laughs) So you think that the reason that he does that is like to acknowledge everybody since he has infinite time anyway? He's trying to subliminally be like, "Uh, Edward respects me so much by saying my name individually. Maybe I should vote no and make it so that Bella stays a human forever. He's trying to work the crowd. Oh, my God. He's so manipulative. Okay, what about you? Do you have a second piece of advice? Yeah, I feel like Bella let Edward get back into her good graces too quickly. And I think she could have like bargained a little bit more. We see she has extremely good bargaining prowess when she absolutely annihilates Charlie in an argument about still dating Edward. It was very entertaining. And I encourage you all to read that scene. (laughs) Um, Study it closely in your (laughs) argumentation classes. That we recommend. <laughs> exactly. So she kills it there, but then she doesn't do anything in terms of bargaining with Edward about, like, getting back together. She does, like, some weak arguments about getting changed into a vampire, but I wanted to see, like, oh, you want to get back together? Like, you're going to have to cook all my meals and cook all of Charlie's meals. You're going to have to drive me around all year long in my truck, and you can't complain about it. Not a single complaint about the truck. Yeah. Ask for the moon. He would get it for her. If you shoot for the moon, Bella, even if you miss it, you'll end up in the stars. That's so beautiful. Wow. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Did you write anything down in your Twilight Diary? Yeah. This is a little bit more breaking news, but we learned that all of the stuff that Edward stole from Bella, he just put under her floorboards. I have no further comment, but it was weird. Do you have anything in your Twilight Diary? I actually mostly have questions for you, Julia. Okay. Does Bella not get movement sick anymore? She's like, I got on Edward's back and it was no big deal. It's just like riding a bike. I could feel the wind. Are we just pretending that she never got piggyback sick? She's acknowledged that she didn't like it before, but she likes it now. Maybe that cured her sickness. It was, like, psychosomatic. Like, now that she suspects that maybe he loves her, she's like, it's fine. All her ailments are cured. Got it. 
I have another question. Why do they touch each other like the other one is children? Like she touches his nose and is like, you're the problem. Does she say you're the problem as she pokes his nose? He's like, you said there was a bigger problem than the Volteri. What is it? She goes, I'll give you one guess. You. And (laughs) pokes his nose. That's hilarious. I wouldn't want anyone to do it to me, but if I saw someone do it to someone else, I would think that person has a sense of humor. Okay, so you think that the reason she does it is because she's funny. Comedic effect. Okay. Edward babies her all the time. Should she not baby him? Great. My other question is, is becoming a vampire a metaphor for losing your virginity? Like you have to get married first? Yeah, you have to get married first. He's like just like going really far out of his way to protect her innocence and being like, I want more for you than that. I actually read this whole chapter and thought it makes it sound like getting turned into a vampire is like having a baby because they talk about like days in pain where you don't want to think about like what's going to happen because like confronting the pain will make you not want to do it or something. I was like, is this like pregnancy? Like what is what is being said here? Oh, that's interesting. I also just like don't understand why Bella doesn't want to marry Edward on that tact. Like she wants to be with him forever and she wants to change the kind of creature she is to be with him. Like, why not get the bling-a-ding? That's interesting. I was kind of like, yeah, Bella, don't get married. For no reason beyond the fact that they're such squares that it would be cool for them to, like, not get married because that's something that people do. Yeah, I think it's super cool to not get married. But, like, I just think it's weird that she's so emphatic about it. Yeah, she's extremely convinced that their relationship is going to last infinity, but also thinks that marriage would be the kiss of death for it. Like, what kind of relationship is like that? Yeah, I don't think marriage is necessary for a healthy relationship, but I also hate it when people treat it like it it is the kiss of death. I'm like, that's not how that works either. Mm-hmm. So, Julia, what do you have for Bella's care package? I'm going to get her a gift card to an engagement photo shoot. Um, They're not quite engaged yet, but I can sense it's coming. And I think it would be really funny for them to have engagement photos. Do you think that they would go to the woods where he first sparkled for her? And, like, that would be the set for it? That's a nice idea. I always picture them kind of, like, in a dead field. I feel like all of the – there's, like, always a pumpkin around, you know – Cute, cute. Are they, like, getting out the toddler backpack? And is she crawling in for one of the poses? That would be nice. And then there, there's going to be, like, a jokey pose where, like, she's wearing it and he's going <laughs> to pretend to jump in, like, just for the humor of it. <laughs> it made me laugh. So, such a good idea. Um, do they wear matching outfits? For sure, right? Oh, 100%. He's going to be, like, in one of those little wool vests, you know? Those are always in them. <laughs> And she will also be in a wool vest or she'll be in a wool something else. Yeah, like a matching wool, but like a tunic and then like a full length skirt. (laughs) What are you going to put in Belle's care package? I want to send her something to give to Edward. I think Edward should start journaling. So Edward makes this like really self-loathing comment about like you handled our time apart so much better than I did. I just cried. And I'm like, grief is actually a really important process to go through. It sounds like you were confronting the sadness rather than trying to avoid it. And he spends so much time just lying there watching her sleep. And I think actually this is sort of for Bella because I think it would make her feel better if like he was entertained while she was sleeping. 
And I also think like they're going to be together forever and she's going to stop sleeping soon. And so I think it'll be really nice for them to remember the beginning of their relationship. So I think Bella should give him a really nice journal and like a really nice pen. And every night he can like write little things to her and about all of his feelings. And so that in a hundred years they can remember. And I just think that Edward might have really interesting feelings. Like I want to know. You know what that's called, Vanessa? Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. <laughs> so excited. What do you think is going to happen next chapter? <gasps> the epilogue. I think that there has to be like a goodbye Jacob moment. It's so weird that Jacob, she's like, Jacob who? Remember when she was like, I love him. Maybe I could be with him forever. He's my best friend. I would die without him. And now she's mm-hmm. like, Jacob, Jacob. So something has to happen there. I don't know if Jacob and Edward fight like it's werewolf vampire or if like Edward sees Jacob in a moo-moo and is like, that's such a good look. And then Edward goes moo-moo shopping. Like, I don't know what, but like Jacob has to come. And you think like team Jacob is over? Like it's going to be sad? Oh, yeah. It's going to become so clear that she just used him. This has been Twilight and Quarantine, a syllabus for an argumentation class from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy, and I'm Vanessa Zoltan and I journal through the night. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. Talk to you for the epilogue. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.